Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 76, Rob Parker. Welcome in to the opening day edition of Inside the Parker for the 2022 season. Bob Costas stops by on Inside the Parker. Also, former Major League outfielder Cameron Mabin. He has a new career as a TV analyst for the New York Yankees. That plus foul affair and more. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. It's opening day all over MLB America, and I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Opening day means so many things to me. The start of spring, uh, the idea that uh, 
all 30 clubs have a chance, even though we know they don't all have a chance. But the new baseball season, and I know there were a lot of fans out there sweating it out, thinking that maybe we wouldn't have a season because of the way the labor situation went and went down to the 13th hour and people were panicking and uh, it did come together. And best of all, we're going to have a full season. All 162 games starting the season a week later, but they'll be able to make up those games any longer and it would have been a problem. But we're here now. Let's not worry about that. Put that on the back burner. We should be thinking about the fresh cut grass, the smell at the ballpark, the crack of the bat, the smell of hot dogs and the beer vendor. Beer here! Beer here! That is all you should be worried about on opening day. And I've had the pleasure of working in some of the best baseball cities in America. Cincinnati, where it was like a holiday. Detroit, where everybody loved opening day. Of course, New York with two big baseball teams and history in New York and Los Angeles, where 4 million people buy Dodger tickets every year. So happy opening day to all you baseball fans. Man, what a season, and I can't wait. Number two. The biggest change in Major League Baseball this season is the universal DH. For the first time in National League history, pitchers won't hit for themselves. It'll be a DH like the American League. The American League has had a DH since 1973, but the National League has never had one and uh, since the 1800s. So this is a new territory. I'm going to tell you, I don't want to be the old man telling everybody to get off his lawn, but I'm not that thrilled about the universal DH. I love the National League style of baseball, which was the original style, the way that Abner Doubleday invented it. So I'm kind of uh, verklempt over the idea of having a DH in the National League. I think it's going to take away strategy, and managers are basically just going to be sitting there like they're running a uh, a beer softball league. You know, grab a bat and take a swing. So here we are, universal DH. I'm giving it a thumbs down, but I guess I'm going to have to accept it. Number three. Here we go. It's time for my World Series pick. I know we now have 12 playoff teams, uh, and which is a lot. Something that the owners wanted extra playoff teams added. We went from 10 to 12, so there'll be more teams in the mix. But I'm going to give you my American League favorite and my National League favorite and my World Series winner. For the American League, I'm going against the grain. I'm going with the New York Yankees, and I know people are going to say, what? What about the Astros? What about teams like that? What about the Red Sox? What about the Rays? Those teams. I'm going to go with the Yankees. They have not won since 2009. They've had a ton of injuries. I just think their pitching will get together, and I think if uh, Stanton and Judge, we saw what they could do if they stay healthy, they will make it to the World Series finally. In the National League, I know everyone is picking the Los Angeles Dodgers, and rightfully so. They have four former MVPs on their team. They're stacked. They're loaded. They picked up Freddie Freeman from the Atlanta Braves. But I'm going against the grain. I'm picking the San Diego Padres, and I know Fernando Tatis will be hurt to start the season, 
But I still like that team. Manny Machado. I love C.J. Abrams, uh, an emerging prospect. And their rotation has depth. And if they stay healthy, Darvish, Musgrove, uh, Paddock, and Mike Clevenger uh, is another guy. Remember, those guys were uh, banged up last year. That's why that team didn't make the playoffs. And the Giants somehow won the NL West. And the Padres didn't make the World Series or, or the playoff, I should say. I'm going with the Padres. Yankees, Padres, and I'm picking the Bronx Bombers to beat the Padres in six games. It will be epic. We'll see Tatis, Machado, Judge, and Stanton. Oh, my. Talk about a ratings bonanza. Yankees, Padres, World Series. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. Now let's welcome in legendary Hall of Fame broadcaster Bob Costas. Of course, you know him from the NBA, the NFL, but of course, Major League Baseball. A man who loves baseball as much as I do. I think he should have been the commissioner of baseball at one point. But uh, currently, he does uh, MLB Network games. Mr. Bob Costas, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, Bob? Hi, Rob. How are you? Doing great. And, Bob, opening day is upon us. Here we go. I know people were a little nervous uh, with the lockout, but we had 28 years of labor peace. I I think we should have expected a couple of bumps, but we're going to have 162 games. How happy are you? Yeah, I'm happy about it. Uh, As we speak, it's a nice day in New York, temperature around 60. Last week, I was worried that maybe opening day around New York would be uh, 40 degree temperatures. So it puts you in a baseball frame of mind. And despite whatever annoyances fans may have felt about the ongoing lockout and some of what they heard coming out of the negotiations, once they start playing, the main concern of fans are their teams and what's happening on the field in the game overall. Uh, the economic issues are significant to everyone involved, the owners, the front office people, the players, but they're not that significant to fans once they start playing games. What is significant to fans is the state of the game on the field, the idea of expanded playoffs. Good idea? Not a good idea? What about the format? How should we go about it? Universal DH, pace of play, outlawing shifts, Ghost runner on second base, perhaps limiting the number of uh, pitchers on a roster so it isn't a constant parade out of the bullpen and starters learn to go deeper into games. All those things are what fans care about. Our guest is Bob Costas, the legendary sportscaster here on opening day inside the Parker. Let me pepper you with a couple things about baseball this year, Bob. Mm-hmm. And uh, number one, Universal DH. I was always a National League guy, loved the strategy of the game. Are you in with the Universal DH? Well, it was inevitable. The National League, basically the only league in all of baseball that doesn't have the DH and hasn't had the DH at every other level of play, it exists. And we know that American League managers and front office people were concerned uh, not just about the competitive disadvantage because in interleague games or in the World Series, their their pitchers were doing something coming up to the plate, which they didn't have much practice in doing, but also they're concerned about um, pitchers running the bases and being hurt uh, because of their unfamiliarity with that aspect of the game. Um, there is an upside to the universal DH. I'm with you, Rob, that I enjoy uh, the additional strategic wrinkles uh, 
that the pitcher batting brings to the National League game. Little nuances, but there are upsides to the universal DH. It Back in the early days of the DH, it sustained the careers of an Orlando Cepeda, a Carl Yastrzemski, an Al Kaline, players like that. And the most prominent example right now is Albert Pujols being able to have a farewell season with the Cardinals when we know that really his only use at this point, uh, well into his 40s, is certain matchups against certain left-handed pitchers. The Universal DH allows him not just to extend his career by another year, but to do it in St. Louis. So there is an upside. How about the Dodgers? Their lineup, four former MVPs in it. They pick up Freddie Freeman as a free agent from the Braves. The Dodgers, one of the strongest lineups you've seen in a long time, Bob? Oh, yeah, it's a tremendous lineup. You know, they won 106 games last year and then beat the team that won 107 in the division series. Uh, They did lose Max Scherzer. And at the beginning of last year, they thought that Trevor Bauer would be an asset, and now he's in limbo. Um, so their pitching is not as formidable, which is not to say that it isn't good, but it's not as formidable as it might have appeared to be uh, midseason last year. But that lineup is hellacious, no question about it. When you look at San Francisco, Buster Posey has retired, and they had four or five veteran guys who all kind of maxed out last year, Posey among them. You know, you hope that uh, maybe two or three of them will have a year that approximates their career averages as they get into their mid-30s or whatever it might have been. And four or five of those guys just kind of hit the jackpot for them. That is unlikely to be repeated, and of course Posey is gone. So I think the Dodgers, with all due respect to what the Giants accomplished last year, and the Giants will certainly be a contender, especially with three wild cards now in each league, you got to make the Dodgers the odds on. Our guest is legendary sportscaster Bob Costas here, opening day inside the Parker. Let me ask you about Brian Cashman, who's done a great job for years with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. But a little belly aching. The Yankees haven't won a World Series since 2009 or been to one, Bob. Mm-hmm. And Cashman is blaming the Astros cheating scandal as the reason why. I, I, I think in 2017, but I think there's been other years too. What do you make of that? Well, the Yankees and other teams have a reason to be resentful of what the Astros were found guilty of doing in 2017, but that doesn't explain all the other seasons in which uh, they came up short. With the Yankees, making the playoffs, having a winning record, whatever it might be, is not enough because their fan base expects trips to the World Series. And this past decade, the uh, 2010s, uh, are the only decade in which the Yankees have not made it to the World Series since the teens. Incredible. It really you know, is. Going, going back to the arrival of Babe Ruth uh, in the 1920s, even though the 80s were a fallow decade for the Yankees, they did go to the World Series in 1981 where they lost to the Dodgers. So this past decade, and now it's stretching to 13 years, is the longest Yankee stretch pre-Babe Ruth without a trip to the World Series. Uh, last thing here, Bob, uh, gambling aspect to sports. We already know uh, the, the leagues, NFL, NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, they're all in bed with gambling, and it's a big part. It's not nationally uh, uh, approved yet by all the states, but it just looks like it's just a, a matter of uh, a time for that to happen. Uh, but I, when I talk to gambling people, they say baseball will be the biggest benefic- benefactors of sports gambling because there are more games and more things to bet on. 
How do you do you do we you envision us going to a baseball game and being able to bet on guys at bats, uh, pitch, you know, whether it's a strike, a ball, stuff like that? Will it be? Do you think we'll get to that point? Pretty close. There's already going to be a betting parlor on site at Wrigley Field. Um, I'm not naive about this. As you may know, Rob, I grew up around gambling. My father was an inveterate gambler, not at casinos, not at racetracks. He bet on ball games, baseball games, yes, also NFL games, NBA games, only very occasionally hockey games. That was when he was desperate for action. Right. There's nothing else going on. But this, to me, even though uh, it was traumatic, because very often, literally, the mortgage was riding on the outcome of a game. To me, it had kind of a Runyon-esque sort of romance about it. Uh, now, when everybody can just have an app on their phone and be sitting there betting, um, we know that for many, it'll just be a hobby. It'll just be a little thing they do within reason. But inevitably, when millions and millions of people are gambling, and when it's so easy, I mean, my dad had to find a bookie and have a code with the guy. He literally bet with guys named Blinky and Threefinger. <laughs> I'm not making, like, you know, guys right. like from a movie. <clears throat> Scorsese would have known guys like this. And so th- now it's so easy. Inevitably, some people are going to become addicted despite the little wink-wink thing, gambling problem, call this number, because <laughs> the leagues don't have any problem with it. They used to. Every commissioner testified before Congress, oh, my gosh, legalized gambling within, like, the last decade. Legalized gambling will be the end of sports as we know it. And now they completely embrace it. They completely encourage it. Uh, what will also happen, even among those who are not hopelessly addicted and aren't ruining their lives and, and going down the drain with it, it makes the relationship between the fan and his team or the fan and the sport even more cynical than it was already becoming. You know, I can remember when people used to hope that their team won. They didn't demand that their team won. They might have shake their, shaken their heads ruefully when things didn't go well, but they weren't angry and, and demanding a result. Um, now that relationship has changed already. And when you have money riding on, as you said, Rob, not just the outcome of a game, but individual moments within the game, then the whole relationship becomes transactional. And look, I'm not naive. I've been around it a long time. I've seen how it changes or has changed. But some of, some of the fondness, some of the, the sweetness of that connection inevitably is going to go down the drain with gambling added to any number of other things that makes us feel more cynical uh, rather than sentimental about sports. His name is Bob Costas, the legendary sportscaster. Bob, we appreciate you. Thank you so much on this opening day. Happy to do it, Rob. Play ball. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know, well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? Well, it might have been touch and go there for a while, but we made it. Baseball season is here at last with no shortage of storylines entering the season. The Dodgers and Blue Jays have the best odds to win the World Series. The Dodgers with their league-high $277 million payroll. And the Jays with one of the youngest rosters in the game, adding platinum glover Matt Chapman and nearly $300 million in free agency. The Braves are trying to become the first repeat champs since the 99-2000 Yankees, and they are loaded for bear. Sure, they lost face of the franchise Freddie Freeman, but his replacement Matt Olsen is no slouch. Olsen's 142 home runs since 2017 are the most for any first baseman, and his 18.3 wins above replacement are third in that time behind Paul Goldschmidt and, of course, Freeman. Yet, Olsen is four years younger. Hmm. Speaking of youth, it is being served on opening day. Service time issues be damned. Three of the top four prospects, according to Baseball Prospectus, will be making their big league debuts on opening day. The Royals' Bobby Witt Jr. is 21 and hit 33 home runs and stole 29 bags last year, reaching AAA. The Mariners' Julio Rodriguez had a 1,001 OPS as a 20-year-old through two levels last year. And Detroit's Spencer Torkelson is just 22, but at 30 home runs in his first minor league season to earn his call-up. And another fun sign of the times, there will be 13 players 
making at least $32 million this season, more than the payrolls of the entire A's and Orioles rosters. Thankfully, baseball is back, baby. And what the, that ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? Or is it fair? And now, from MLBBro.com, here's J.R. Gamble. J.R., is it foul or fair to say the failing to resign Strowman will stop the Mets from winning the division? Fair. It's a fair ball. The Mets went all in this offseason with new owner Steve Cohen ushering in a new age where the Mets have a bigger payroll than the Yankees and splurged to get future Hall of Famer Max Scherzer to come to Flushing, Queens and form a double-headed monster with the great Jacob deGrom, similar to the Kurt Schilling-Randy Johnson combination that upset the Dynasty Yankees in the 2001 World Series. The plan was admirable. Mets fans appreciated the efforts and started talking World Series. The problem is, in typical Mets fashion, the front office had no foresight. And letting Marcus Stroman go, especially in light of the fact that DeGrom is predictably hurt again, was probably the worst move they could have made this offseason. And it offset a lot of positive moves by the team. While DeGrom battled injuries last year, Marcus Stroman stepped up. He was the Stroh Show and became the ace of the workhorse of the Mets staff. Here's a guy who is the epitome of a pitcher. He has an insane 61% ground ball rate and his 58% rate last year was second in the league. We know he went seven innings just about every started scene and he pitched a lot of clutch outs without offense behind him while being the heart and soul of the team, keeping the energy and developing a great connection with the fans, as good a connection as any player in baseball. Now with Stroman gone and DeGrom out, you're counting on an old man in 37-year-old Scherzer who's coming to the end of the road to carry this staff? Ha! That's not what Scherzer signed up for. Imagine if you still had Stroman, though. His 33 starts, 3.02 ERA, and 179's inning pitched, maybe the division would still be a possibility. A staff with Scherzer and Taiwan Walker leading the way is decent, but not nearly as formidable. All the Mets had to do was give Stroman the $71 million the Cubs gave him. Small price to pay for a World Series at Shea. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing... I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. Now let's welcome in former Major League outfielder Cameron Mabin, who is now a color analyst for the New York Yankees on their Yes Network. What's up, Cameron? How are you? My guy, I appreciate you having me on. I'm, I, I woke up today, so I'm good. And uh, always, always a good time when I get to chat with you. No doubt. Opening day is upon us. I mean, baseball, uh, how excited are you for uh, baseball opening day? And it's special for a lot of people uh, because it's the, you know, the start of spring and then uh, baseball is back. How excited do you get for opening day? 
you know, this year will be different, Rob. I, I've been I've been uh, accustomed to, you know, getting ready to to put that uniform on or, or put you know put a uniform on. So it'll be a little bittersweet for me this year. I'm excited to see what it feels like. Uh, you you know, the next couple of days when we actually kick this thing off, and, and I'm you know sitting back and I'm watching as a fan, as a, as a cut color analyst, like you said, a color commentator. Um, but I'm excited for it. I'm actually excited for this new journey. You know, it's, it's the, the start of, you know, what was a kind of a hectic all season for, for major league baseball. And then for myself, you know, it's the start of a new journey. So I'm extremely excited, excited for this opening day. I'm glad that we're actually going to get to start on time and, and, and get, get the games in and get the season underway. Let's talk about you. You retired after breaking in with the Detroit Tigers, who I remember you. Obviously, I was working in Detroit then. And also, you were on 11 different major league teams. You called it quits. What made you decide that you were done playing? Uh, you know, a couple of things for me, Rob. And again, you, you mentioned we met when I was a, when I was a young man. I remember you, you know, coming up to me on the baseball field, putting your arm around me and and wishing me good luck and telling me to, you know, keep my nose clean and make sure, you know, I did things accordingly. So I appreciate that stuff as a young man, whether you remember it or not. You know, I, I do remember it. Um, so I definitely appreciate that. But, you know, I think the decision was kind of made for me in 2019. You know, the year that I had with the Yankees, I think I had two, you know, I think I hit 285 with a, you know, 860 OPS. And, and, and you know, the, the my war was high that year. Just I had a really – Really amazing year, you know, in the Bronx and the pinstripes, uh, having the opportunity to, to feel that nostalgia, to feel that, uh, passion of, of, of New York fans and, and, and New York sports. And, and after I had, you know, the year that I had, I, I knew, you know, going into my 10th full year, that was, that was a year I needed about two to three months to get 10 full years of service time, which is a huge feat. You know, if, if people don't know baseball, anybody watching your show, I feel like they should know baseball. That's a huge feat. Some of my favorite players didn't make it 10, 10 seasons. So to to accomplish that and then have the season that I had uh, and to go into the offseason and get, I want to say, honestly, was literally like 22 minor league offers. It was oh. mind-blowing. You know, no face, no name, numbers, analytics. You know, I do I do the quote fingers. Sure. You know, said that I was supposed to make 5 to $7 million just, you know, from the resume alone and what I, what I was able to do in the game and, you know, with a pretty pretty good reputation. So uh, that was a little disheartening, man. So, you know, when when that happened, it made me also realize, you know, I play to win games. I play to try to help every team that I've been with better. I wanted to win. Uh, I wanted to play at the highest level. So then again, that made me realize the business aspect that I always realized, but it was like winning wasn't as important as, as I thought it was, you know. So uh, that aspect of, you know, also, you know, having to be a more, more selfish ball player kind of, you know, mentally kind of weighed on me as well. So it made the decision a lot easier. And then having my family as well, you know, three kids, a wife, a uh, 14 year old who is, you know, deep, deep in this, you know, deep, deep waters and, and falling in love with, with baseball and basketball. So having an opportunity to be with him, watch him do his thing is, it was really important. And, and it made it a little bit easier. Our guest is former Major League outfielder Cameron Mabin, and uh, he's currently the New York Yankees color analyst. And uh, let's talk about that transition to. I, I'm actually gonna uh, let, let let me. I'm gonna redo it, Cameron. Let's do this first. Oh, okay. Our guest is Cameron Mabin, former Major League outfielder and current New York Yankees 
color analyst. Uh, Cameron, two things I want to get to with your baseball career before your new career in the broadcast booth. But uh, I remember a home run you hit against Roger Clemens at Yankee Stadium. I remember that. It was a blast to center field. I want you to tell me about your thoughts about that. And you won a World Series. Everybody doesn't get to win a World Series and be on a team uh, with the Houston Astros in 2017. Tell me about those two special moments in your career. Well, the first one really, really uh, one I'll never forget, mainly because my whole family had the opportunity to get to be there at the old Yankee Stadium, which, which you know, harbors so much history throughout the game. So that was extremely, extremely special for me, for them to get a chance to experience that. And, and to do it off of, you know, a guy that I watched growing up, a guy that I thought was one of the best pitchers in the game as a, as a young, a young man, as a, as a young teen. Um, so to do it against Roger, Roger Clemens and, and just the whole, you know, the whole hectic route, I lost my ID, just the whole story to get there. It was such a, you know, such a mission to even make it to Yankee Stadium. Um, so to do all of that against, against the Rocket, you know, is definitely special. You know, to, to get two hits, to hit a homer, to get plunked my third at bat is how I remember the game being where, you know, people, the world wasn't as sensitive. So, you know, a guy can hit you and you knew it was nothing personal. It was, just, it was almost a welcome to the big league moment. So that was extremely cool. And then have a, have an opportunity to win the World Series. You know, I tell people I went, you know, um, eight seasons before I, I, I even had the opportunity to, to taste the playoffs, to, to get that feeling, to understand what that, that energy was like. So that opportunity to do it in 2017, even with, with uh, you know, some of the uh, backlash and the stuff behind it, I, you know, it, it means a lot to, to just have the chance to get that opportunity and, and that experience. And it's something that, you know, I, I I'll be proud to to have and 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 carry with me. You know, for the rest for the rest of my you know post career as well. Speaking of post career, now I've known Michael K, who is the Yankee play by play man forever. Michael K used to be a newspaper reporter. We covered college basketball together. We covered St. John's. So I've known yep. Mike for thirty five plus years, and he told me you crushed your audition for Yes. And you did so well. Where did this idea of even getting involved in broadcasting and television, where did that come from? Well, a lot of it came from, again, the the relationship that, you know, throughout my career got guys like yourself, you know, as far as a baseball guy go, goes, um, you know, then and then towards the end of my career, watching guys like Nate Burleson, what he was able to do po- his post football career. I loved listening to, you know, his real life, genuine experience, you know, you know, listen, watching Ryan Clark come out of, come off the field and watching what he's able to do. Uh, Richard Jefferson, these guys, I, I really enjoyed listening to their perspective and one because they had knowledge, but one because they literally experienced had, you know, experience with LeBron James and Kyrie Irving and, and, and guys on the court and, and guys on the field, they literally had played against these guys. So I think it's cool. Anytime, you know, I love the, pers- the perspective of all analysts, I think how cool is it sometimes when you can actually hear from a player who literally just came off the field that really knows the guy that know how that knows how a guy he ticks it know how a guy responds when the when the fans are on him and and being learning from you being a completely you know subjective you know and being honest about it so that's where the opportunity really kind of grew for me and the <clears throat> the thought of wanting to have the opportunity to to talk baseball uh, hopefully eventually talk all sports I have a a long lineage of, you know, professional athletes in my family. So 
I've, I've grown up watching NFL and NBA at a very, very high level up close and personal and having conversations with, you know, professional family, you know, athletes. It, it makes it, you know, mean a lot to me. And I, and I wanted, also didn't want to be a guy that, you know, fading in the black, you know, go, went away for 10 years. I wanted to stay close to the game. And, and, uh, it's, it's something I love, love and, and, and to talk about and to give my perspective, add a little flavor to the booth, bring us another spark, an African American that, you know, I'm hoping to, to, you know, bring more youthful urban attention to the, to the sport as well. You know, that's something that I definitely want to grow. So, you know, again, I, I have a teenager, so even maybe his friends will listen more if they know I'm calling the game in. And so it's just a lot of different things that, that intrigue me about getting into it. Man, I'll tell you, I've been in this business a long time, and I, I, I'm going to be honest. No one could have been happier when I saw you got that job. I was very, very happy for you. I think you're going to do great. And Yankee fans watching on the Yes Network will be very happy. His name is Cameron Mabin. Uh, listen out for it because uh, he's breaking into the broadcasting world, and uh, I couldn't be more thrilled, man. Continue success, and I'll see you in the Bronx. Hey, I appreciate you, Rob. I, you know, again, for paving, paving a, a way, uh, all the, you know, much needed advice throughout my career. And, and again, thank you for the platform that you're about to continue to give young men like myself, young African Americans who love the game, uh, young people of color. So, you know, thank you and keep doing what you're doing too, my brother. I really appreciate you as well. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA. And it isn't even close. As we do every year, here is my ode to opening day. And it's yet another reason why MLB is better than the NFL and better than the NBA. So much of my love for baseball started at an early age and my family knew how much I loved baseball even my mom who was a stickler for school and about getting your work done but when I was in junior high school my mom used to write a fake doctor's note for me so that I could leave school early so that I could get home to watch the Mets on opening day I had to see the first pitch of the season on TV I couldn't come home in the third or fourth inning. I had to see it from the beginning. And back then, I was a Mets fan. I wasn't a reporter. I was a fan. Opening day that stands out to me the most dates back to college. 1983, I was a student at Southern Connecticut State University. Me and my three buddies, we hopped in the car. We barely had money for tickets, but we had to see Tom Seaver return to the Mets. We drove from New Haven, Connecticut, and I can remember standing up in our seats in the bleachers and watching Tom Seaver walk from the bullpen and to the mound. What a moment it was! In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station.